Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast. I'm your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. And, of course, joining me is your other co-host, Mr. Eric Almighty. Eric, it is good to be recording here with you on a Sunday evening slash afternoon, fresh off of our amazing weekend at CollectiveCon. And hopefully we have a whole lot of new listeners t- uh, listening to this second iteration of International Feature, which I'm very excited to talk about. Yeah, we had a hell of a weekend here locally in Jacksonville. And if you are new to the podcast, we're going to be going over a international feature here. Okja is a movie we are super excited to talk about. And after this episode, feel free to dig into our library. We've got a ton of stuff that I'm sure you guys heard at our panel. And Phil, I am really excited about this movie because this is one that's been on our radar for quite some time. And we really kind of wanted to just move away from Train to Busan, Parasite, some movies we've talked about, Squid Game being a big show. This one, although it does have a director we're very fond of, I feel like not a lot of people talk about this one, but it is highly received. So I'm excited to see where we fell on it. Exactly. When this film came out, it was kind of like on the first frontier of big time directors releasing films that were only going to be available on streaming. This one particularly is available on Netflix, but we're going to get into that here in just a moment. As Eric said, welcome to all of our new listeners. Hopefully you guys enjoyed your time at CollectiveCon. And as mentioned, if you're not necessarily looking to hear about you know uh, this film or maybe you've already seen it, that's okay. Make sure to check out the rest of our library. I promise there is something here for everybody and for all of our returning listeners. I know we met some of you that already follow us at CollectiveCon as well. Welcome back. Thank you so much for your support. And of course, we absolutely could not do this without you. But yeah, Eric, let's go ahead and get into this episode. It's been a few months. We did our very first international feature back in November. As Eric mentioned, it was for Train to Busan. Excellent film. And now we are talking about Okja. Now, if you don't know, here's a little bit of a synopsis for the film. For 10 idyllic years, young Miha has been caretaker and constant companion to Okja, a massive animal and an even bigger friend at her home in the mountains of South Korea. But that changes when family-owned multinational conglomerate Mirando Corporation takes Okja for themselves and transports her to New York, where an image-obsessed and self-promoting CEO has big plans for Mia's dearest friend. With no particular plan but single-minded and intent, Mia sets out on a rescue mission. So, Eric, why don't you go ahead and let everybody know how this episode is going to work as far as how we're going to be talking about it. And uh, then, yeah, we'll jump right into it. Yes, we're going to actually have this episode broken up into two parts. But the main part of this episode is going to be spoiler free to really introduce this to people who have never watched it, never considered it, don't know what it's about. But then we do want to go into a quick spoiler discussion. So we definitely will make sure to make a very clear break at that point. So if you have watched it, you're curious about our thoughts a little bit more in depth, make sure to definitely stay to the end. And if you end up watching the film, feel free to come back to that portion of the episode later on. One of the great things about many of our reviews. 
Yeah, so for those of you that, again, are not familiar with the film, it was directed by Bong Joon-ho. And if that sounds familiar, he is the director behind Parasite, also things such as Snowpiercer. So that is one of the main reasons we did select this film, along with the fact that it has, again, been just critically panned everywhere as a, as a fantastic film. And it certainly was, Eric. And, you know, we'll get one thing out of the way for those of you that have not seen the film. It is a tearjerker, right? It is very emotionally heavy. It certainly tugs at your heartstrings. Eric, I know you were saying your wife was was actually in tears at the end of the film. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those stories that is going to affect you heavily, I, in, in my opinion. And honestly, I really enjoy stories like that. Even when I am, you know, going into a movie expecting to enjoy myself, I can equally enjoy a film that just leaves me an emotional wreck. And this certainly did. You know, the one thing I really liked about this movie in particular was that, you know, it's it, this one feels like it's a little bit easier to kind of recommend to au certain audiences because there is parts of the film that's in Korean and subtitles is part of the viewing experience. But Phil, surprisingly, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised when looking at the cast, this movie is mainly in English and there are a lot of very well-known actors that are in this film. And just to name off a few, Tilda Swinton is in this movie. You also have Paul Deneau. You also have Jake Gyllenhaal, Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, the list goes on and on, Phil. This is a really well-acted and well-cast movie. I love all the characters that are in it. All the performances across the board are great. And again, some recognizable characters playing some very unrecognizable performances, uh, like Jake Gyllenhaal in particular. Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic. Also, Eric Shirley Henderson, who is like the, I don't know if she's an assistant, but she's Moaning Myrtle from Harry Potter. So that's a name and a face you guys may recognize. But yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal was certainly a standout in the film, as well as Paul Deneau, as you said. But yeah, excellent, excellent performances. Steven Yoon, also from The Walking Dead, is in the film. And yeah, it, it is a, a good mix of English and then the subtitles. And really, really great performances all around. And me, of course, Eric, you know, or us coming fresh off of the Batman and not really knowing too much about Paul Deneau, being able to jump right into another project that he was involved in after really never seeing him was a huge delight as well. But also, we have to give a shout out to, you know, the main character here who plays Mia, which is a actress named Seo Hyun An. I'm not sure how old she was when the film came out, but this came out four years ago. 2018 i believe so, or 2017 so about five years ago yes yeah, so um you know i'm not sure how old she is when this came out but excellent excellent job portraying the emotional connection between her and okja just fantastic yeah and one thing that this film does you know really well i personally think is with its characters uh i do see you know and, and we'll talk about ratings i'm sure when it comes to maybe the populace but this movie definitely has its critics. I personally really enjoyed the pacing and the story itself. I really liked, again, how the filmmakers showed everything. And Phil, you were mentioning that this was, it was kind of crazy for the time that this movie was filmed. This was like before all of those Netflix documentaries about, you know, again, a lot of the things that Okja really speaks to. Yes, there's a very strong message in here about capitalism and overindulgence and things of that nature 
And it's not necessarily a film because I watched some videos about Bong Joon-ho and some of the actors and actresses being asked about the film's message. And, you know, while it is relatively clear what they are trying to say, it's certainly a very heavy story. And it's telling a very it's revealing a very serious issue that we have not only here, but all around the world. But again, I don't find it to be self-deprecating, I guess. It's not unlike some documentaries that are just out there to tell you you're a terrible person. That's not the vibe you're getting from Okja, right, Erica? Am I right there? No, I think it's trying to tell a bigger story and it's just trying to paint a bigger picture. Personally, um, you know, I didn't feel any differently walking away from the movie. Like, again, um, without getting too far down that rabbit hole, obviously, you know, everybody's choices are, are what they are. But this is obviously... You know, speaking a lot to, you know, you know, the 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 butcher shops and all of the things that we don't want to pay attention to when it comes to the food that we eat, how it's processed, how it's advertised. And this movie just sheds a light on that in a very, you know, very tight lens on what it wants to show you. And unfortunately, what it wants to show you a lot of times is not only very graphic, but uncomfortable. But that's what makes this movie like, again, really interesting and I don't think it did it that tight to say, hey, this is for a certain audience. We want to let you know you're a terrible person. No, I just think it was, you know, not only a little bit of awareness, but really just just played, playing into the story they wanted to tell, that message they wanted to send. And that's a message we all know about already. We just, unfortunately, don't have it, you know, in front of us at all times. So watching this movie was very eye-opening. And it's a story that tells both sides as well, because Paul Deneau's character, who is named Jay is part of a group called the Animal Liberation Front. And, you know, their whole thing is saving animals and, and all that kind of stuff. But they are also corrupt in their own way. They they also have values that you can do a little bit of a deep dive into. And, and you've noticed that, oh, man, some of these practices really aren't that great. So it tells both sides. It's not a, uh, it's not a story that's just these are the evil people and these are the good guys. That's not necessarily what's going on here. The point of the film is that there is a little bit of... You know, there's a lot of misleading and a little bit of evil in, in everything that's involved. And unfortunately, this is the world that we live in. And I think it also tries to tell you that, you know, while you can certainly try and go out there and try to change the world, you also have to find peace within the world that you've created for yourself. And that's all really Miha wants, right, Eric? She wants to be back home with Okja. She's not concerned with everything else that's going going on in the world. She just wants to be in her in her peace with this creature that she has raised and loves and has taken care of. And that is, that's her world to her. That's all she's concerned about. And that's really the core of the film, right? So this movie has a lot of moving parts, a lot of grand scale things, but at the end of the day, it's just about a girl and uh, again, her friend uh, who happens to be an animal. That's very highly sought after. That's so very it, adorable. That's very adorable too. <laughs> okay, we should mention. We didn't, yeah, we got to mention. I also thought before seeing this film, I could have sworn Okja was a hippo, but Okja is a pig. A super pig. A super pig, yeah. It's not not easy to tell on face value. But again, this movie does a really good job with their relationship in particular. It really is the heart and soul of the movie. And that's what really gets you emotional by the end of it is finding out, are they going to have that reunion? Is, is everything going to be okay? We start off in a very good place. The one thing about this film is throughout the journey, it does get much darker and it takes a lot more turns. Now, does it have a good ending or not? Well... You got to check out the film or stay for our spoiler discussion. But again, I was personally happy with how this film portrayed everything from start to finish. And I was very, 
just again enthralled about what was going to happen, what's going to happen next. I wasn't sure. And when a movie keeps me on my toes like that, I really enjoy it. And this is where, you know, Bong Joon-ho's storytelling is is really coming into play and it makes me wish Eric that we had gotten into his films sooner. I'm sure we are certainly going to be watching Snowpiercer very very soon and any other projects that he is going to be involved in or has already released. And, you know, this is a, a masterclass in storytelling, just as Parasite was. And I came away from it, again, very emotional, but also just very happy that I spent the time to watch the film, right? I think that's what we're all looking for, is for shows, movies, whatever the case may be, to... We, we didn't come away from it like we wasted our time, and Okja is a great use of your time if you have not seen it. And as we wrap up the spoiler-free portion of the episode, guys, I do want to definitely mention that this movie is very accessible. It is on Netflix right now. And I know that was one of the appealing things about having it on this series, because again, it was very easy to find. We're wanting to watch a lot of movies. One in particular is called Old Boy that everyone recommends. Super hard to find. Like if you don't owe that, own that movie, you pretty much aren't going to get to watch it. This one is the complete opposite. It's highly accessible and it's here right now. That's right, everybody. So that wraps up the spoiler free portion of this episode. And we're going to transition into the spoiler part so we can talk more in depth about the story. But before we do that, Eric, like we said, we just had an amazing weekend at Collective Con here in Jacksonville. And, you know, a lot of the success that we've had here at the Wait For It podcast is because of today's affiliate, which is Buzzsprout. So guys, podcasting really isn't that difficult when you have the right partners. And the team over at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. We use Buzzsprout here at the Wait For It podcast, and we absolutely love it, especially having used other podcasting hosting websites before. We now know Buzzsprout is the place to be. That's right. And Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening with tools to promote your episodes. Yeah, don't overthink it. You can start with any gear that you already have, along with a quiet space. But if you ever find yourself wanting to upgrade, Buzzsprout has tons of resources to help you find the right equipment at the right price. So at the end of this episode, go ahead and follow the show notes. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. By following that link, it'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan. And of course, it helps support the show. All right, everybody, if you are still here, you have been warned. We are now in the spoilers section of this episode where we'll be talking about Okja and Eric. I will just start from the end, especially uh, specifically the scene where they are in the factory. And when I tell you that I audibly gasped when I thought Okja was about to be shot in the head, I again, very, very emotional. And, and that's when, of course, I already knew at that point I was emotionally invested, but that just increased the emotional investment tenfold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but by that time, we were already put on, like, again, just, like, the 11th degree of torture and pain oh, and, like, gosh. frustration and stress. It, Graphicness, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I definitely didn't expect it to be as graphic when I looked at it on face value. But I guess, I again, as the movie's theme started to move forward, uh, I could definitely see it coming i guess you know just a little bit too late like as it was happening i was like oh no and then it has something else would happen like oh no and obviously 
And you know, obviously the one that hurts the most is when Okja is obviously being being forced on. So it, mm-hmm. it's a tough watch. Jake Gyllenhaal, a hell of a performance as Johnny, absolute psychopath. Giancarlo Esposito, he does a great job as that villain in the background, but on the antagonist side of things, like Tilda Swinton did a really good job playing two different terrible characters. So good. So good. Yeah, and honestly, this movie just did a really good job overall on just making everyone have a terrible side. Like, when they tell Miha, like, it's your decision, and then that little twist, because she can't speak English... I personally love that for the story and just like it was unique, but I hated it in the moment. I was like, oh man, like that's such a shit thing to do. But yeah, that would happen. Right. And again, if you're still here from the other part of the episode with the, you know, the quote unquote animal rights group, you know, they are shady on their side as well. And when Steven Yoon's character, I, I gosh, I, I don't have his name up here in front of me, but when his character again makes that decision for her, and then they find out, or when when Paul Deneau or Jay finds out later, I knew something bad was about to happen to him. You know, they had been preaching about this no violence thing, and I thought to myself, you know, there's got to be some kind of crack in the armor. And lo and behold, we did see it there. I thought Jay was going to kill him, so I was actually surprised that he was able to get away. Did you think he was going to kill him right there, Eric, or were you uh, kind of on the? Uh, did you kind of know that they were going to just let him go? No, I was on the fence for sure. Uh, that character na- character's name is Kay. Which, you know, there we hearing go. hearing that, it's a pretty easy name to remember. It's literally one letter. But, yeah, I didn't know where where Jay's character was going to go. That That's the great thing about Paul Deneau is that he's just so such a wide-ranging actor. So his performance is really what sold that for me. And, I mean, he was definitely, you know, unstable. Like, he had a good heart. He wanted to do the right things. But, you know, he's also playing a game. It's like a game of chess on both sides. And each side's trying to win at all costs and that's really ultimately what this story was trying to tell and phil i definitely liked okja um you know the cgi is just fine i don't think it was like magnificent or anything but it wasn't like bad so it was right there where you know it's obviously not a real animal um but you know it was good for what it was for the story that's really the only maybe minor nitpick maybe a couple characters and at the end we do kind of just get a gold nugget And they're like, cool, this is good. And like, let them go. So there are some things in the movie I could probably nitpick. But overall, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, same here. We've seen much, much worse CGI. So to see it work fairly well here, especially with a character that interacts so much with a human character in Miha was, you know, obviously it's going to be very important for them to nail that. And uh, yeah, it was really good. Like you said, there are some nitpicky things you could certainly you know, pick and choose. But if I had seen this film when it had come out, Eric, I'd probably give it a solid, uh, what, eight and a half, nine out of 10. I don't think it's perfect. I, like Train to Busan to me is a 10 out of 10. Parasite is a 10 out of 10. Uh, Okja, I would give probably, again, solid, solid nine out of 10, I think, if, uh, if we had seen it when it came out. Yeah, I would really fall in line with that, you know, eight and a half to a nine. Um, and I definitely agree. Not, not a 10 out of 10. It's not a film that I feel is like generational and that's really where 10 out of 10s it's either got to be like a really perfect film or it's got to be like a generational film and and I don't think it's it's either of those things but I really did enjoy this and you know you mentioned Snowpiercer for this director but for um for the one that I'm probably curious about that we'll probably watch 
before even Snowpiercer is a movie called The Host, which I hear mm. really yeah, good yeah, things yeah. about. So that's another one on the horizon. But we've got a lot of different options. And, and honestly, guys, if you have any recommendations for us, we would absolutely love to hear what those are because we really want to make some more of these episodes. And, you know, uh, it's not going to be on a monthly cadence, but maybe every other month, uh, once a quarter. Who knows? We're definitely going to be featuring a lot more films. So with that being said, Phil, is there anything else on Okja that you really want to talk about? No, I don't think so. I guess the last thing, if, if you did stick around and you haven't seen the film yet, is don't watch this with your kid. It may have a you know a really cute animal on the cover, and then of course a kid on the cover of the, or at least you may see a kid in some of the pictures. I don't don't watch this with the, with your children. You didn't watch this with your son, right? <laughs> no, I did not, and uh, and I knew so ahead of time. And we probably should have given that warning prior to the spoiler portion of this episode. <laughs> so for those of you for those of you that didn't get to hear this, we apologize. That's our bad. Just wait for it. It is rated TVMA, so hopefully that at least gives enough of a warning. But yeah, Eric, I think that's a good stopping point here. It's um, a, a story that's going to stick with me for a long time, and it's a story that does make you so uncomfortable. I don't think I would ever watch the film again, but it is still a very important story to just kind of let you know that even sometimes even the good guys have a you know a little bit of bad in them and maybe some ill intent, but. Eric, this was another really fun episode. I can't wait for our next international feature because, you know, the first one got a really great response and hopefully this one will as well. And um, yeah, one more time for any of you new listeners. Thank you guys so much for for joining us and make sure to check out the rest of our content. The Wednesday episode of Netflix and Phil will be a full review of season one of How I Met Your Father. And I'm very excited to talk to you guys about that. And then, of course, for the rest of the month, as far as the month of March, make sure you follow us on social media if you aren't already. Facebook and Instagram, Wait For It Podcast, and on Twitter at Wait For It Pod. And you can find the show wherever you listen to your podcast, which, of course, includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, literally anywhere you find your shows. And as we mentioned, shout out to Buzzsprout, as always, for hosting the Wait For It Podcast. But yeah, Eric, with that being said, I think we're ready to get out of here. Definitely. And before we drop out, those of you from CollectiveCon, I definitely want to go ahead and mention it as well. If you're on the anime side of things, Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie is dropping here this really this week when this episode drops. I will be checking it out and reviewing it next Monday. And at the end of the month, final episode in March, we have a series called Up High Download that we're excited to go ahead and come back to after our initial episode earlier this year. And it's going to be covering some of our favorite My Hero Academia uh, characters and least favorite. So look forward to that. With all that being said, my name is Mr. Eric Almighty. That is my co-host, Phil the Filipino. And please don't forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you have to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.